It's all golden to me. It's my dream to have a golden beard. Younger <laughs> <laughs> but looks older. I'll even try a squat. Here we go. The, uh, the uh, six of clubs. The golden. This is Evan Golden, your host of our video podcast show from the law offices of Berman & Berman. Today's guest in studio is Hunter Pollock. We are very excited to have him. We have a lot of things we want to discuss and talk about. He's been on a surely a, an amazing mission since dealing with the tragedy and loss. So Hunter, we want to thank you very much for coming into the studio today. I know you're a very busy man and um, you know, you're a lot younger than me, but it, it's, it's nice to say that I'm looking up to you, man. You've really become uh, someone that I could almost like a role model figure what you've done with with tragedy and, and how you're really trying to make a difference in this world and improve school safety so hunter thank you so much for coming on uh, it's uh, almost like a year and a half since since yeah. the tragedy at douglas and um what's kind of your mission right now what is kind of your goals and what are you working on right now i'm just working on uh, more school safety legislation but now i'm actually moving on to the next step I'm, i'll be heading to dc on friday to start an internship with um Senator Rick Scott, I just finished one with Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, wrapped that up, and I'm just learning as much as I can so I could use my experience and my knowledge just to make the world a better place. Yeah, that's, that, that's, um, that's so important, man. And, you know, we, we, we talk about every day, at least I'm sure you don't go a day that goes by where you're not thinking about what happened and, and, and trying to make a difference. Where, how did you kind of find the strength, you, your family, just to kind of say, hey, we're not going to just be down and grieve but how did you kind of find that strength and courage to kind of be a figurehead and try to make a difference i just have so much support friends family mm -hmm. religious religious leaders community outreach and i'm uh just everyone i surround myself with every day just encourages me and um gives me the, the words of wisdom to keep going every day the dealing with loss is just so much adversity and now dealing with like a political madness and having to make the world a better place well you're also dealing with so much it's just it's really hard. It takes a toll on you, but mm -hmm. I just know for my sister and, and her honor, I've already done so much, and that's how I wake up every day. I have my sister in my heart. It's like the fight of a lion, and with her uh, up there, I can't stop. I won't stop. That's great. And what's what has have you seen a lot of change? Have you seen a lot of your work? Have you seen a lot of differences? What have already been changed? Maybe that people don't know what you've made a difference in. Oh, uh, we passed the school safety bill last year that. Uh, increased school safety, started a guardian program. We increased funding in mental health, which was honestly, it was a hard battle. And then we ran school board elections, which put us on the map and we lost. And you can't win at everything in life. So we lost that, it was really tough. Uh, but we were able to spark the Broward School Board and the Sheriff's Office as a nationwide failure. And we were able to remove the sheriff. Uh, we're working on the school board. Broward County is a mess. It's like. And, and not to bring up politics, when, when Trump brings up like how Washington, D.C. is the swamp, Broward County is its own swamp itself. And my dad and I have been battling that swamp, and we've been so successful. So pretty much just putting them on the map and showing everyone that you need to, like parents need to be on top of what's going on in there, not only at D.C., but not state level, but local level. We, I, If I could go back before February 14th, I would have really kept up with the Promise program, all these programs not spending money, not following up on these psychopaths. I just, I've seen so much change, big following, and mm -hmm. and um, 
yeah, that's that's about it. Just what what can what can parents or, or or citizens just in our county do to help make a difference? Is there is there opportunities, boards, committees that they can get involved in? They should just follow their schools, uh, their school board's guidelines, or sheriff's office, and and focus on what's going on in the community, and not look past that. Because if they do, the the political leaders will take advantage that people aren't aware of, of wow. what's going on. Well, we're here with Hunter Pollock, and he's really become a school safety activist. He's very involved in politics and. He's really has dedicated his time and his life right now to making a huge difference and hopefully making sure something like this never, ever happens again. Um, you know, I'm a graduate of Stoneman Douglas, class of 99, something that obviously hit home to I me. I was and two years old then. It's, wow. Don't, you're really aging me. You're aging me here. And, some, you know, I really have followed up. And, and, it, and what I thought was interesting is that you weren't just a, a, a kind of a brother to your sister. You almost played like a, a father figure role to her as well. I know, obviously, as a father with Andrew, but... Tell me a little bit about that, because I've seen kind of like in her diary, and it seems like you've you played a really important life and kind of a factor in her. Well, well, growing up, being a little bit older, going through school before her, I would always get in trouble. I didn't go to class. I would fail constantly. So I felt like it was my due diligence to make sure that my sister wouldn't go through the same path I did. Not saying it was bad, but it could have been better. So um, as a brother, I also played the role as a father to make sure that she would get good grades, she would go to class, she wasn't doing drugs or going out and partying, and that she was always on her A game. So that's what she meant by a father figure. Yes, it annoyed her at times. Who wouldn't be annoyed with someone constantly over their shoulders telling them what to do? <laughs> but it turned out she was very successful from that. She was going to Lynn University here in Boca Raton. She was going to probably go to law school, would have been a very successful advocate for whatever issue she would have found. It's just it's so devastating that she's not here today because... Like with her, she would have contributed so much to this world, and especially Florida. So it's a big loss, and I, I feel that, and we all feel that. So, yeah, it, it's just heartbreaking, and and I'm sure she's just so so proud of you. You know the difference, obviously, you're making, and and the fight that you're putting up because it's 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 not an easy road dealing with politics, right? I mean, you've even they've even blocked you from speeches. They've blocked you from speaking before. So you've had a lot of obstacles you've had mm -hmm. to overcome. Oh, a lot of obstacles. I wasn't able to speak at the march and all the political games, but also she had other... I, I'm also trying to fulfill some other things besides politics. Um, Like her favorite rapper was Kodak Black, and mm -hmm. I reached out to his team recently, and, and I was going to Rolling Loud, and we were going to hang out. I had the VIP before he... But I didn't know he was going to get arrested. And mm -hmm. So hopefully when Kodak's out, if he's out, we could uh, launch a scholarship together, like they said they've had planned for it. And um, they also, his team wants to put effort in school safety, and they've been very active too. So thank you, Kodak Black. And awesome. Yeah, so if you're watching this live or you're going to watch it later, um, send a retweet, send a, uh, send a DM to Kodak Black's people because uh, that would mean a lot to Meadow and uh, his family. So I think that would be a very important aspect. What did you think of the whole, like, um, all the students and the whole March for Their Lives initiatives? Is that something you were involved? Do you think they had maybe certain agendas that weren't aligned with yours where they kind of just – you know, excited with the, 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 the TV appearances. What, what's kind of your feelings on that? I, I think March for Our Lives as a whole, it, it has some good people in it. Mm -hmm. But you have those those few kids who have just been so facey since the beginning. And the March for Our Lives itself was hijacked by professional activists mm -hmm. who wanted to be a part of this. They all come in after these mass shootings and take political opportunity out of it. So these kids rode with the wave. They didn't let me speak at the march. 
And then after that, when they got millions of followers, they disappeared from Parkland itself and focused on every other issue while they kept the families in Broward County to fight for themselves. So I don't really, I don't really recognize their work. I don't mm -hmm. respect a lot of them. What I do respect is the families of victims who, who wake up every day, like I said, with all this adversity to make real positive change. I know uh, one of the fathers, Max Schachter, right mm -hmm. now is in Washington, D.C., and he's just meeting with all these congressmen, senators, and and president staffers, and it's just a big inspiration to me to see these people. That's uh, great. Do all this positive. Yeah, things. he's doing some awesome things. I think a lot of a lot of people think that that you or other students that we want to like just ban guns and take away all the guns, but that that's not it. Your your main issue is school safety, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, school safety and and now public safety as a mm -hmm. whole. There's just so many problems. Like I said, I've been going on. Uh, ride-alongs with all the p different police departments throughout South Florida and I've just seen so much negativity that I want to be an advocate for everyone as well as in our schools but also on our streets I mean mm -hmm. people are being let down by the system and I feel like if I could speak up for these people and really impact a lot of lives as I grow older and wiser that's great man um, I'm, I'm sure that your, your parents are so proud of you like I said Meadow I'm sure is your, is your guardian angel and, and and the 17 other angels are just so appreciative of that work you're doing because you have the right initiative where you see a lot of people might have maybe selfish initiatives or trying to get their you know name out there or books whatever they whatever the case may be so uh, very very uh, very very awesome and very um, it, it's very it's just very um, rewarding in my perspective to see kind of what you're doing and um, what's um, I guess when you look at school safety, I don't, I don't has a lot been done since that because I've went to some Stoneman Douglas football games, some basketball games. I've went on campus and I was even telling some of my friends, I'm like, it's kind of scary that I just walked right onto campus. No one stopped me. No one searched me. Um, no security measures. We tried to donate some metal detectors to the schools, even just to have a metal detector before people going to sporting events or going in the administration building. Didn't have to be for every student, but even just maybe an added piece of security. Has any security measures been in place in, in Broward County school system since the shooting? The school board's just so poor. They failed to really take action. There's no sense of urgency in Broward County. Thank God Scott Israel's out. The new sheriff's been working really hard on uh, active shooter training and what to do during that time. But if you look at in the nation, there's been so much change. Last February uh, 2018, we saw President Trump. My dad said to him, Mr. President, you need to start a school safety commission. Right away, the president pointed at Hope Hicks, who was a staffer at the time, and they got it done, and we were able to get like a comprehensive guideline for school boards throughout the country to follow. And that, and that was just so positive that the president listened to what we had to say. And then uh, Governor Rick Scott at the time listened to us with the MSD commission. So now different, there's 67 counties in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. The other 66 listened to the commission. It's just Broward County so hard-headed that, that they don't follow instructions. and. I was reading this morning with the Promise Program that it's, the Promise Program is a diversionary program, and diversionary programs now have to share the status of the offender with the police department so that if the police department has to make the arrest, they know that he was in the diversionary program. They failed to follow that uh, simple guideline, and, and thank God the Sun Sentinel's just been so proactive in releasing all this information for us to have because of public records. We're not professionals. We're new to this, so they've been an amazing help. So no, that to answer your question, Broward County's failed to make our schools safer. There's uh, any minute another school shooting could happen here. 
we, until the superintendent's out of office, then Broward County schools won't be safe right now. Now, why is Runcie still, I mean, all you hear about is all the negative things this man has done and, and the things he's just not followed through on. How is he still in position? Because he's appointed. So the Florida statute says that the governor could only suspend an elected official and Runcie is appointed and the school board fails to fire him. And since some of them were just elected in 2018, the governor doesn't think it's a smart decision to just fire them as well. Wow. Well, that, that is not good news. Um, and, and hopefully we could kind of um, make a difference and overcome it and, and do what we need to do without him. But I don't know. Is he someone that would just block any good initiative, unfortunately? Um, yeah, he's been pretty negative. Um, he's a friend of uh, big political heads, and he has his own agenda, which is sad as a superintendent of 270,000 students that you don't put your students first, you put yourself first in the agenda of the people who help get you the job. And I know May is um, Mental Awareness Month right now, and you're seeing so many people. I think there's been two students that have committed suicide yes. since since the shooting. Um, is that something you're getting involved in at all or trying to help with the grieving process? I mean, I think if someone speaks to you, man, who, who lost their sister and how you're dealing with it and coping with it, I think you could really help a lot of people. Yeah, so one of the young ladies who commits suicide, Cindy Aiello, was a great friend of my sister, and uh, her brother is a good friend of mine. So I was so devastated when I heard that she had uh, committed suicide because, one, these 17 people, uh, were take, their lives were taken away from them without the option when, when this young lady took her life with an option to continue living and continue battling every day. So... I've been there for her brother. They live here in Boca, uh, Boca Raton as well. I've given him great advice, but there's only so much I could say. Everyone deals with grieving differently. Mm -hmm. And and yes, it is mental health awareness. So I've been doing a lot to raise that Good. issue. So yesterday I went on a, or two days ago, I went on a six mile walk with the first responders to raise uh, awareness for their PTSD and mental health and their suicide prevention. And it was a great walk. And Two, three hundred guys came out, and I was able to speak. And one of the other suicide victims' family spoke, uh, Calvin Desir, and it was just very passionate topic. And mental health's a massive issue that our uh, politicians are kind of pushing aside and not focusing yeah. on, because they, politicians don't want to do anything to help us. They they do what's on their agenda that that's good for talking points that will get them reelected. Huh. We we need to change the structure of the political. World. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's people like you that are going to make the difference. Uh, make sure you're following Hunter Pollock on his Twitter account. It's Pollock Hunter at Pollock Hunter, P-O-L-L-A-C-K-H-U-N-T-E-R. Pollock Hunter on Twitter. It's a good follow. And this young man is really making a difference. Him and his family is something that my family, we, we talk about a lot. We spend a lot of time with him and his father and ways that we could kind of just help alleviate some of some of the grief and, and help make a difference. We've, we've done a lot of events with Meadows Movement, trying to raise some money for a playground and some other school safety initiatives. And I'll tell you that the law offices of Berman and Berman, we stay committed to the community. So with them and myself, we'll do whatever is asked of us and whatever we could do to help contribute with your initiative. So uh, just let it be known that we got your back and your family's back. Of course, you guys have been a great help. Yeah, we, we, uh, we'll stand by you guys. And and hopefully there's some justice that will be served. For you, is there something that you really are looking to see? Is it something with, with that, with that, with that, with the killer? Is there something that you want to see be done to him or something with the school system? Is there something specifically that you're looking for to help you, I don't know, maybe just take that next step of, of healing? Do you need to see something done? 
Um, we've already accomplished so much, but I'd like everyone to be held accountable. But at the same time, I'd like every single person to contribute in one way or another just to make the world a more positive place. We're going through a very dark time. There's shootings happen, there's hate, there's violence, and we just need to uh, smile, help our neighbor out, and continue moving forward. Wow. You are, uh, you are so, you're very much an inspirational man. Uh, you, your attitude um, is just phenomenal for what you and your family's been through. I don't know I don't know how you do it and where you're finding this drive, but there's so many people that are just appreciative and, and ready to get behind your back. Hopefully you stick with politics because you seem like someone that is a man that could really make a huge difference. And, and just so it's known, I do remember the Berman Law Firm uh, offering up metal detectors, but of course they were turned down by the Broward County School Board, so... Thank you for the Berman Law Team. Yeah, we, we you know, it was something, it was something, look, we knew that it's not something that we could supply to every single school in Broward County and, and enough of them, but if we could supply a couple of them, even if, like I said, if it's in front of a, even a, I went to a basketball game and they had no security, no metal, no, no checks, where they easily could have put that right in front of the gym for anyone that went in, just so you at least know that it was safe. And it got a little heated in there and people were getting nervous. There was almost a fight. So mm -hmm. I think that they need to be open to at least taking some type of, suggestions and, and unfortunately like you said Broward County just blocked it again yep. yeah yeah there's a lot of red tape to go through well um, we appreciate your time Hunter um, make sure you follow him on social media again Pollock Hunter on Twitter um, support him retweet him let's get this mission accomplished and let's make the public safety in the schools just a better safe place like we said millions and millions of times students parents should not have any ounce of fear sending their kid to school or any public place, let alone. And it's crazy when you think about how many places have these security measures where schools don't. That is just what boggles my mind over and over again, and I'm sure it does you as well. The one that boggled my mind the most was when I was going out in Vegas to a nightclub, and I had to take off uh, my belt, my shoes, and go through a metal detector. But meanwhile, our schools and our children are left vulnerable every single day. It's horrible. Well, Hunter, we, we appreciate what you're doing. Don't stop the fight, Thank man. You. Parkland strong for life. We're here to help you in any initiatives we can, uh, and we appreciate your time. Again, this is Hunter Pollock on the Golden TV video podcast from the Law Offices of Berman. Berman, we thank you very much, and uh, we'd like to have you back on again. Thank you. You're very welcome. Beautiful studio. Thank you. <laughs> we are out of here.